0: Welcome to the Stack Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews.
1: We are back with another episode of the Stack Supplement Podcast, and we have one of the specialist guests I've ever had on this uh, this show, a longtime friend, and 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 I mean longtime friend, uh, one of the, the 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 leaders, the thinkers, one of the leaders and thinkers behind the uh, incredibly popular and now available, pretty much everywhere energy drink. It is uh, none other than Lex Kovacs.
0: You, uh, outside of my my kindergarten teacher and my mother, no one else has ever called me special. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Shane, and I don't know if you I don't know if you mean that as like uh, special in a good way or a bad way. but In mean, the here,
1: and, bud. And best of that. ways. It's uh, I mean, I, meet both me and my wife, longtime friends of yours. It was great meeting you. Like god knows how long ago um and i mean yeah we meet a lot of people in the industry but uh i wouldn't say few but not many become like friends or interested in becoming friends and get to know you and all that and you've you've been one of those people and it's been great to to catch up what twice a year three times a year when we're at the olympia or the arnold or uh occasionally overseas but um
0: yes every we we you guys back on the road show. I mean, you, you guys are easy to easy to like, easy to love. I mean, oh, why not? It just I uh,
1: cheap business dinner. No no steakhouse or or fine dining for us. It's uh, offbeat <laughs> burger joints or you usually find some random restaurant to go and eat. And we just trust. I I always like it when you we're going here and then we get there. You're like, well, the review said, and then you kind of. <laughs> And you're like, so I think we might like it, but let's go find out. It's even more entertaining when we're overseas and you just completely don't know where we are, or what we're in for. But you just continue to go off the reviews wholeheartedly, trusting.
0: Well, you remember the one time, uh, I think the most most memorable one out of probably all of your vendor meetings that you've ever had, vendor dinners was the one where we were in Vegas and I got a spanking from the... uh, that From the 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 heart, the
1: heart attack see, grill. Heart attack grill, I knew what we were in for because I uh, lived in Vegas what three months a year for like three uh, years. I've right. been there a few times. I'd seen people get spanking and they had the time uh, where like at certain times a day the people would get up and dance on the bar. I'd only seen that once. But um that so I, I, I knew what you were in for and I knew the risk I, if I over or tried you set to set
0: me up. You set me up. You- Anyway, did you cross your burger.
1: God. No, I didn't. I I, I I didn't eat that big. If I'm not mistaken,
0: you went big. I did. Yeah, because we were at one point we were doing eating competitions because you know forever bulk. Yeah, I, I was off that
1: day, and I, so I went short. But I also went short on purpose because I knew, like again, I knew the consequence, and I knew how bad it could be. So I, I think it was like the third, fourth time I've been there. Anyway, so we're here to talk about. The Rays energy drink, which has become, I would say, one of the there are very few key players from the sports nutrition space in the energy drink market. You probably got uh, Bang, of course, C4, um, GNC has the uh, Beyond Raw lit on the go, but Rays has kind of be I would say, the newest, biggest in, in entry of as of late to come on board. You guys have expanded from was it four flavors originally to I think it was four or five four get the Four, that's right and now you're up at ten number eleven's coming um how how was last year for you guys obviously it, it was a shitty year it was yeah, no one knew what was coming no one knew what was happening how did uh i guess sales did you kind of see the same growth or was it like you know just, just take it as it comes
0: we uh we saw I would describe 2020 as um as just a year of change for us where Um, so we have, you know, multiple brands, uh, that, that we're a part of that, that we manufacture here, um, you know, raises, is is just one of them rep sports is the, you know, parent company that brand. Well, um, with the different product lines and, 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 and supplements and drinks and snacks, you, you have a lot of different customers. You have a lot of different channels. You have a lot of routes to market and it's very difficult to focus when you're trying to do everything right. You know, no, no. Company or person can do everything right all the time. It's just crazy. So when the pandemic broke out, a lot of our business was with the independent brick and mortar specialty stores here in the United States. The gym business was huge for us. You know, as you mentioned, sports nutrition roots with Ray's, and uh, you know when when the shutdowns happened, w- we thought the worst. You know, because it, it, yeah. that was a core of our business and. Um, what it gave us the ability to do is said, you know, we have all of this white, basically white noise that is always in the background of, hill I got to do this channel here. I got to do this over there. And it gave us a chance to finally focus on the only thing that was really growing at that point for everyone was, which was uh, e-commerce. So for the last few years, we'd been kind of refining our, our direct to consumer uh, customer acquisition with uh, just the you know, the the, the the way that you build a relationship with the end consumer through content. And it takes a lot of trial and error. It takes plenty of time. And um, to do it in a profitable way, it, that's always like the pipe dream is where you want to have a you know profitable um, customer acquisition where you're building a long-term relationship with that customer. Uh, they know your products, they believe in your products and they become uh, an evangelist for your brand uh, because they feel a part of it. So we... We started some different strategies through the pandemic when we could just focus on digital advertising and building that consumer relationship because everybody was home. you know everybody yeah. was at home pretending to work and on Netflix all day long <laughs> so you know it was a it was a prime t- prime time for us to really just mash the gas and, and try some things out because we had there was really nothing else to focus on and you know, I I feel very fortunate that um, that that the team was able to really figure out a good stride um, and and just a route of how to how to scale the brand. So as we started coming out of the pandemic, there were some huge changes in um, in the market as far as distribution here in the United States and internationally with some of the major competitors. Performance Energy, as a whole, as you know, is just you know it's exploding. Super exploded it's completely exploded, it's a different animal. So that gave us the ability to then stack our wins and, and the business was changed forever. And now that the, the conventional channel is, is a huge part of our business, we've got direct to consumer really, really humming um, and you we know, got a great following and just being able to kind of get all the right pieces firing on all cylinders, it's, it, was a, it was a great year uh, of, of change for us here. I saw the, the
1: Raise Insider program or the, that was that was that a product of the the kind of direct-to-consumer focus? Because I didn't, I I think I only discovered that like months after it came about. <laughs> I think one of you guys <laughs> sent it to me. And I was like, these people had responded and sent feedback. And I was like, I don't even know this thing was fucking existed, let alone people having time to get involved. So was that kind of a product of that direct-to-consumer focus? Or has that been something that's kind of, been around and now it's just a lot of effort into it. Uh,
0: That's, uh, that's been around for a a, a little while um, for us. And when, because when we, when we launched raise energy, we knew that if we just did a me too formula and product, it would just be white noise. Uh, Even at the time we launched, it was uh, 2018. um, When, when the, when, when we actually launched raise, still would have been white noise. So um, we kind of looked at the major competitors in the market and said, you know, the the energy drink category or energy drink market is really a look at me uh, kind of attitude. You know, everybody is, look at me, look how cool I am for drinking this product. Look how awesome I am. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at my following, look at my squats next to the can. You know, look at my, you know, whatever it is. And we said, well, what if we spun it on its head and we said, well, look look at us, watch what we can do together. And so we created this whole Insiders thing Um, this insiders group where these are people who are, are a part of the brand, um, by their own means. We don't pay any of these people to be, um, insiders and we let them, them kind of help us guide the brand with, you know, trial and error. So one of the cool things that we can do here, um, is manufacture, um, that most of our competitors can't. So we can, we can test different flavors, like do almost, you know, little micro runs and just try things and get feedback before we launch the next raise energy flavor. And, you know, as you know, we were the first crowdsourced energy drink. Well, the insiders kind of went hand in hand with that to where it's, we, you know, it, it, when, we, when we did our first crowdsourced flavor, um, which, was, uh, uh, which was Voodoo. Voodoo was, you know, around Halloween. Everybody picked the crazy labels with the zombie hand and everything. You know, that was a huge smash hit for us. Well, we, we hadn't crowdsourced the flavor itself so the actual taste of the flavor. So R&D at that point um, research and development had made a few different flavor profiles and said, you know, if the if the the voting goes towards coffee, it's going to taste like this. We all signed off. That's the best tasting coffee. The, um, the if, if they if it's going to go to berry, it's going to be this. If it's going to be yeah, apple, you, it's going to be did this. Like, like had like types of taste, wasn't it? it? Was sort of like these are the potential tastes. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And then and then whenever the crowdsourcing, the voting started, if, you know, they, uh, the citrus, I think is what, what uh, ultimately won. We knew that we wanted to get a, a blood orange uh, kind of creamsicle flavor. And yeah. that was like, we just, we loved that taste. And then the the crowdsourcing began, started the label design the names, and then that's how it was all born. So then with the insiders that gave us an extra layer of, um, of trial and voting and just the whole crowdsourcing nature because you know the right now the name of the game in my opinion um uh, with with any kind of consumer packaged good is is who can speak the the closest to the consumer who can listen to their their voice um and that's what our our retail partners are really looking for so why not have a brand that's actually consumer driven consumer written and um now the the general public and the insiders they they write the entire story. So it, it's pretty cool how that, uh, that's that's kind of changed. I guess that was a long winded answer.
1: No, I think it, it was, it was, it was pretty much, yeah. What I kind of expected. I just remember seeing the insider program kind of cause you had the uh, someone introduced it to me this past year and they'll say, yeah, you can now try unreleased flavors and you can subscribe and get this and this. And it was that unreleased thing that I was like, well, this is interesting. Cause Uh, I've seen a few companies do it, but not really in the beverage. In fact, I've not seen a company do it in the beverage space, sort of be able to do those micro batch runs and let people try it and then have their feedback. Sample, supplement samples are easy because you do the tabletops and just the table samples is very easy to do. Whereas the beverage is not not the same game, very different, as you you said. And um, I just thought it was really cool when I heard about it. just the whole concept getting people to try things that, that hadn't been released really doing what beverage companies do but really only for their employees um right. i mean that's the only other time i'd seen it but to give people outside the company the chance to kind of get their own even not even just to help you but that kind of inclusivity is exciting for a consumer like even without supplements, if I was talking about a mobile phone and someone said, hey, do you want to try a, the beta version of our fresh new phone? I'll blow, off, blow my lid. I would have been, hell yeah, I would. So, I mean, it's, I, I, I always appreciate that kind of involvement on a company level, but you're opening it up to fans. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you take in their feedback. So, it's, a, it's just a win-win situation for everyone. And I think you are in a unique position to be able to do that, being able to produce your own stuff.
0: Yeah, and actually, sometimes, sometimes the uh, the, the crowdsourcing is, is is a little scary because <laughs> you have an idea of what you think the the product should end like and what it should be like, what it should look like, what should be named, and when it starts going in a different direction, like Baja Lime, for example, um, that was the that was the most recent flavor until the, the, the you know the current flavor launch that we're going through right now, where. I, we found that the 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 fruit names did not turn as well as the more mystery names like yeah. galaxy burst hollow voodoo granted they taste awesome but the the fact that it was the kind of that mystique uh behind them was really what 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 drew uh drew drew people to the brand well when it's anything that's that's lime flavored is it you either love lime or you hate lime there's I not a lime. lot of people who are in the yeah exactly I'm, I'm,
1: so like, I'm the other crap of the other way i don't like but i like baha lime <laughs> that <laughs> oh, was the craziest thing yeah. well because
0: like, it's not like super limey though it's kind of like lemon lime because like, the sweetness
1: of the drink itself and the carbonation takes it away from like i've had the lychee one uh reigned rain lychee i i've had lychee by itself It is not a it's not an entertaining flavor i mean it's by, by any standard but then I had it in that and I was like but I guess the energy drink format allows you to bridge the only the only flavor I don't like in in, in a carbonated drink even though like again I'm not a fan of lime or even watermelon but those drinks taste so good um is uh cherry I I just can't get on board with cherry is no. obviously not being fully American I it, it, I, you know, I feel maybe that plays into it, but um, yep. 3D Energy has a, I think they have a their red ones are like a bit of a cherry. I just, oh, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it, but to be honest, if I don't like cherry and you have 10 flavors available, that's a pretty damn good hit rate. <laughs> it <Right>. still gives <laughs> me plenty true. of options. But the uh, I the mean- one thing I didn't like about the Baja was that you put, it was that was a one of the coffee on it, wasn't it? With coffee. Word, with
0: coffee. Yes, yes, yes. I was sitting uh, there
1: going, "Holy shit!" Please no, because I knew, and I had seen people reply to my story because you got you ask people to get involved, and whenever you do that, people sometimes just read the caption and then reply to me, and then start sending me stories. And I'm like, and I mean, I I don't reply to all of them and say, "Hey, send it to to raise," but I remember seeing so many people like, "Oh my god, coffee!" And I'm like, Are "You fucking serious?" It sounds horrible. The coffee energy drink? That would. Be, and I, think even, I think I right. messaged you and you were like, yeah, I, I'm really hoping that's not the way it goes. <laughs> I just, I'd seen some things attempted, uh, but coffee, oh, I can't imagine a carbonated coffee going down well. You, Even if you nailed it, I can't imagine it tasted good. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
0: it's bad, dude, we... I didn't think it tasted good at all when we tried the, the samples before it launched. So that's why I told you, man, I hope it doesn't happen like that, but it was, uh, I don't know, just an, an interesting way that, that we've kind of differentiated the product line. And you know what I we also noticed is whenever you were, would share something about one, uh, one of the, uh, the flavor launches that we would do, you would get a lot of engagement on your, on your social platforms. Like I noticed versus some of the other stuff that you'd post your, Compare, oh, it's, your fault with beverages really themselves,
1: uh, beverages themselves just bring a lot of attention and the thing is the images that I share of Ray's a lot of the times are those options so sometimes if I share a picture of, of, of those four options even without reading the caption even without knowing what it's got to do with they will just say I like berry oh I like tropical coffee looks good they won't they won't they don't care what it's about they'll just say even if I shared like uh, four beverages that were now available, People would still comment and just say, "Oh, I like the sound of that one." So it's natural that when you have a presenter of all these different options, people interact quite a bit. But when it comes to energy drinks, to me, it's the like back in the day before pre workouts were, I guess, overly like protein powder was 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 sort of the big one. And people would always comment and say, "Oh my god, that protein sucks." "Oh my god, this protein's the best. Nothing beats it." For whatever reason, they would do some research, find out this is this, and they like this macro and you know, whatever, whatever the, they found their protein powder. Now I think energy drinks are taken on that same shape. Like you're loyal to raise, you think most others are shit to the point where you're probably not even gonna try anybody else's. And when you have a company like yourselves pumping out new flavors like so quickly, how would you even care about any others? If you like it, you've got 10 different flavors to choose from. Got a buttload of caffeine. It's, I mean, it's, and you do you do that inclusion so people feel involved. They don't really have time to bother looking at someone else. So it's, uh, I mean, I feel like that's uh, why energy drinks themselves get a lot of attention. Not all beverage brands. I've seen a few that don't. People don't care about, <laughs> you know, the newer ones, smaller ones. But you came in at really one of the earlier the 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 first in that space before it kind of, it was exploding, but not fully, now it's exploded. You guys got in, pretty much when I was telling everybody to get in, I didn't tell you, you're already doing it. When I was telling (laughs) I was like, dude, bang is killing it, you need to make an energy drink. It's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, but look at what he's doing. And then c 4 kind of came in around the time as you guys, and 3D was a little bit around there too, American Energy. And now they're all just top of the game flavor leader, just that killing it, and you're up there. And so, as you mentioned, you're now onto your third crowdsource flavor. That's currently the uh, the campaign. I think we it's going to be tropical flavored. That's what is that's the the consensus. Right. So I assume that the next part coming would be the look or the name or
0: the next uh, next is going to be the name, the name selection. So that yeah, this one we've, uh, this one is the, we have, we, this one we've been testing uh, for almost, I would mean, say the, the greater portion of a year, where for the last eight months, we've been doing the insider flavors and just, just going through different variations and, and trying um, just all the different flavors. I mean, probably, I don't know, 10, maybe 12 different unreleased flavors to get down to this flavor where this one was just such a clear winner with the insiders where we know that it's going to be a hit it's a hot flavor um and i just the feedback on this one has been uh, bar none the best we've ever had so i'm really really pumped about this one just because we we've never had a chance to to spend you know eight months testing it with with, with a group before, because this you know has really just advanced through 2020. Baja Lime, the Insiders was not it was it wasn't really in, in existence when we launched Baja Lime. So to be able to do that through this whole course, like we feel that this flavor is going to um, just be be our flagship skew, uh, our, fra- our flagship flavor, and yeah, we just just because we've tested it so much. It, yeah. if, if we had a bunch of people. T- us you're an idiot. This is stupid. Don't do this. We hate this flavor. I'm throwing it in the trash. Please don't launch this. It hasn't been that at all. Now we've we've tried some flavors. There was a like a blue cotton candy that we did that it was it was terrible. <laughs> god damn. I just it, was, it blue? was not
1: good. Could you taste the blue? What, what made it blue? Was it just
0: cotton candy and it was cotton candy and blue? Oh so, god damn. I was, yeah, we figured, figured we needed a blue can, so, you know, let's do a blue can and, uh, you know, blue cotton. Well, actually, uh, Chris Wagner, our, our, our president CEO, <laughs> he loves cotton candy, but he's, like, the only person in the building that, that, that loves cotton candy. Like, we're all, like, myself, Lewis, our, our director of research and development, like, nobody else likes cotton candy but him. And he's always, yeah. like, lobbying or lobbying for cotton candy, cotton candy. And it was funny. We launched it with the ins- uh, in the insiders and they voted on it, and it was against a cherry flavor, your favorite. Oh. and the, the uh, and the cherry won by a landslide, and it was just so bad. So like, I guess that, that just it's just further validation of like the process of how Ray's works is art. You know, the 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 head honcho over here is he's all about cotton Saying candy, it. and still. So this is the this is nothing. the first
1: one that the insiders have really. Well, the first one, then this I have had kind of input because I know that Voodoo was August, September, and then you did Baja Lime only what a few months, four months later, five months later. Right. So this one is, has kind of been a long time coming. So you're right, you've had plenty of time to uh, really test it thoroughly with insiders. So, I mean, I have high hopes based on that. Tropical, I have had other drinks have done it. It's a hard one. It depends on the route you went because. I mean, you can do tropical with a smaller variety, but I think it's that tropical juice sweetness that you need to nail. And if you can hit that with that carbonation of an energy drink, pretty much a carbonated fruit, tropical juice is what I've 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 found is best. But a lot of people sometimes lean towards a certain fruit. And then you just like and then the combination is out of balance and doesn't taste sweet. And you're like, this is piss and it's I mean, it's, yeah. that's the problem with energy drinks is people have their own perceptions. Like I said, Chris likes cotton candy. I thought you ate cotton candy. Apparently you can drink it too. It's a, I can't imagine the transitioning. I, I mean, I have had banged at a cotton, have done a cotton candy. I didn't really, I don't know. It's, it's, sometimes you have to forget the original inspiration to make it a success. Like if you gave me a tropical bunch of fruit, I probably wouldn't like it but you combine it to to the point where like it creates this taste that you know is tropical. So I imagine you've nailed it. Phantom Freeze is still my favorite. Phantom Freeze. Um, was it the strawberry? Uh, strawberry Glada. glada? Yeah. That's another favorite of mine. Um, I actually liked Voodoo as well, but I'm a big orange soda Fanta fan. So that was kind of a given. I knew that was going to happen
0: anyway. Yeah. Um, Voodoo always says such nice things about you Shane so it just works out <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so, the, so
1: the names coming next with you saying about the cotton candy is there a flavor that you've liked or you've come up with been like dude I need cherry cinnamon let's, let's do it and everyone's just like that's fucking horrible what is wrong with you like it didn't even make it to the inside of so like let's not ruin their lives any more than they need to be <sighs>
0: there has been <laughs> there has been a couple the so we were around, it was around uh around christmas time and um and we're like man we should do a, should oh God. a seasonal christmasy and uh i was i was i was asking uh in uh in was like, man what can we do with cinnamon that doesn't suck oh, yeah and they're just like, get out of here, just go away, go away. There, there's been a couple ideas, but I think the cinnamon, because, so
1: cinema I have can't a, translate to a carbon it just can't.
0: Dude, so here, here's, a, here's an excerpt for- get some Sprite
1: zero, and then put some cinnamon in, and you don't tell me what happened.
0: <laughs> I think that's a terrible idea, I thought I was being creative, and it was just, a, it was a bad idea. So yes, there has been uh, plenty of those so <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is there any that the team has come up with kind of thought about and everyone's just like this is fucking amazing but we're gonna save it yes yes because
0: you previewed
1: a black can a while back and i feel like with each energy drink the black gold silver white themed cans just those off colors because right at the moment you've only done not really flat colored, you've just done colors, white, pink, orange, purple. Um, Baja Lime was a bit of a pattern to it. Voodoo was, was black, but orange touches. Those those uh, different colors, those things that step out of the box, I feel like you always have to do something special for it. Like the Black Monster Ultra was exclusive to like 7-Eleven or something, if I remember correctly. And um, 3D Energy, we've been waiting for their black can for like forever and whenever you see it it just pops and everyone's like that's it's got to be dynamite it has to be can't not be so i feel like is is are we in for that from raise is there ever going to be a flavor where like we don't give a shit what you think we know this is the best we aren't going to crowdsource this is coming out um, or, I don't,
0: are, we, I, are, we, are we in for crowdsourcing for the rest of our lives with raise or is uh I, I, I think so i just there is something that uh, has just kind of defined us as a brand and you know, we have a unique ability to do it and it's what are so think... these
1: flavors that you've got tucked away the ultimate
0: the ultimate recipe
1: the i don't know ginger Man. and candy cane and you want and you've got it tucked away and then you bring it to the insiders and they're like this is stupid but the entire office is like no it's not we know it's not we did strawberry colada we know
0: yeah, there, yeah, there was a gummy bear flavor that that happened. Um, yeah, where we, yeah, we did a uh, gummy bear flavor uh, internally here. We're like, this one's gonna be a hit. Everybody in the office loves it. Like it was. A, I think I was telling you about the gummy bears. Well, you Maybe. did sa- you did the gummy worm originally. It's that, yeah, but it's a sour gummy worm, right? So that was why I, I think we got a lot of flack. Did you flavor. have to attach sour to the candy flavor
1: in order to, to be able to feel candy?
0: Because then otherwise, it's
1: going to feel like a fruity fruit punch.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, we thought that it it was going to be a huge hit. We released it to the insiders, and um, uh, it just didn't get the feedback that, um, that you we needed, needed. To, to really consider it. So that was one that we were like, yeah, this one could be a great hit, but it just wasn't. Because it was, I think it was maybe just so similar to um, Sour Gummy Worms.
1: Yeah, I don't think it would be a tough one to – that's the argument I make when I, I've had these uh, – The Snickers and Mars, they do protein powders in the UK, and now they got them in America. And um, that was my issue with them, is that they're authentic, they're made by the candy companies themselves. Um, But if you blindfolded me and gave me a chocolate protein powder, I probably couldn't tell the difference between the Mars one and the chocolate one. So I feel like there's a lot of these things, like when you have a gummy bear, if you blindfolded me and gave me a fruit fruit punch versus a gummy bear, I feel like it sometimes is difficult so tell what you're hitting, where the name's attached. It's obvious. But um, oh, it's so hard. Had, Rain just did it. Rain have got their their white gummy bear, which I'm intrigued to know why the white is attached. No, I'm just curious because I've I eaten gummy bears, but I couldn't tell you what color I like. I don't pick out a, M&Ms. I get Skittles. I get gummy bears. I've never, I'll separate the reds, the greens and the the yeah. white. I honestly couldn't tell you what it tasted like, but I'm, I'm more surprised that they attached the color. Well, not the lack thereof to figure out. Yeah. I'm interested to see what it tastes like. Uh, just cause gummy bear again, as, as you said, it's a hard one to nail, but they've gone white gummy bear.
0: So I'm thinking like a lemon lime candy. It's my guess, but I don't know. It's a, it could be just something to get you to question what the
1: flavor yeah. is. That's that that. It could just be gummy bear or it could just be a fruit punch.
0: Yeah, yeah it could, it maybe, maybe there are no different flavors of gummy bears. Maybe they're all the I same I don't know. I mean, they're doing, it, they're doing it to you right now, Shane. I know. Like, is, that's what the, it tastes the, like. That's the, the, the goal. <laughs> that's
1: right. I mean, they could have caught I don't know. Yeah, I just thought the white gummy bear, I was like, of all the gummy beers, that's the one like it's kind of like the, the jelly beans like everyone knows what the black one tastes like it's gross right exactly. everyone, everyone leaves it but like if you ask about the white gummy bear I was like the red one I thought would have been like a like a strawberry or a berry the, the yellow I swear is a pineapple or a lemon but the white I'm like that's nobody that's a, that's the ghost gummy bear no one likes that
0: the ghost of Gummy Bear past. <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway,
1: so yeah, I'm 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 interested to try this this tropical race. So the the name is up next, and then obviously the can design should be fun. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's you've built a pretty incredible just system really. Like you said, you 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 could have just you have the equipment with you to pump out the product, but you went that step further, which I think is what made raise so popular is that You've made that uh, a system you have, the production facility you have, and you've put it to use with a tight-knit group of fans. Just expanded the family. It's been awesome to watch. Um and it's international, which uh, is even better. I've enjoyed I remember was it last year? No, yeah, goddamn year before we were in the UK and it was sampled out to the to the UK fans, I thought that was awesome to see. Um, it's it sometimes it's hard to make that transition. I think uh, sometimes if you make something too likable to one country, it's not so liked about the others, but Ray's obviously
0: has stepped past it. Cause you're in, you're in Europe in its entirety, correct? That's right. Uh, uh, Joey, our international sales manager is, uh, has worked with, uh, worked with uh, Europe now to create a European formula. Uh, that's European compliant we've got one uh, for um, uh, the Middle East North Africa region uh, so it's got Arabic uh, text on the can we've got one for country in uh, South America and he's working on a French uh, version for uh, Canada that's bilingual so it kind of uh, it, it's kind of cool when they're when you're creating beverages now for other countries and the flavor changes as well, too, because it always taste different in every country because of the caffeine content, and the ingredients, and all that stuff, so. Um, have you been have you yeah, into it, Asia
1: or any parts of Asia?
0: Not with, not with, uh, with, with, race. with race, yeah, Dude, Yeah, we, uh, but with rep sports, we have the, you know, uh, there's there's plenty of rep sports in, in uh, China and Japan. Um, Nutri-Key New, New that's, that's been in Korea for a very long time in China but with the raised energy no just because of the freight um, I just I not just, really
1: because when I was in Japan uh, I've been in Japan, Korea uh, and Malaysia and like all the countries I go to when I used to travel like, okay off the plane if it's too early in the morning I need an energy drink to push it out so I don't get to sleep so I need to switch my system up and Asia's always the one that I've been like, ah, oh, shit, here we go, because it's not you, you don't have energy drinks, like, they're not common in Korea, um, Japan. Like you know, you go to Monster in Europe, they have sometimes three to choose from. Um, in those Asian countries, I've seen some of them, and and the, even when you find the the odd caffeine, I remember in Korea it was like a short. It's not a, it's not it's not the slim twelve ounce. It's like a half size slim twelve ounce. It's like a six ounce. Yeah, and I rem- yeah, I've got
0: in here. Yeah, it's like the um, I got one up there on the shelf. It's they are usually like for like mini- coffees. That's what yeah. I
1: got. Yeah, they're usually coffees, and I've seen them over there, and I'm like, God damn it! And they're expensive because sometimes the convenience stuff over there is high price, and I have to buy like three just to give me a kick. And I'm like, and you're also not even given the option of no sugar a lot of the time. So I've always been interested to see how one would transition into that market. Cause it's not a, it's obviously energy is probably carbonate energy. is probably not that big there as it is in other parts of the world. Um, but I would just love to see a big juicy American Patriot uh, raise in the, in the, in the, in, in the, in the, in the aisle, in the cooler just next to the short stocky things like you waving <laughs> that uh, the freedom pop is it that the, the Red, white, and blue. God, that would nothing more American <laughs> with that giant 16-ounce next to the, the little one. I don't think you get any better than that. I no, I, would, I, would. I should take one next time. I should take one next time and just put it in there and just take a picture. No one will ask, and I'll, and and I just 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 to show you, because God, it would stand out like a like a sore thumb. I mean, it's bigger than some of those Coca-Cola bottles. <laughs>
0: It would, it would. I think, I think with 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 drink with energy drinks, it's like a good, it's a consumer habit. You know, like it you, is. There's there's people like in Japan, for example, they've got vending machines everywhere. It's a huge part of the culture. Oh, yeah. Those little cans come out of the vending machine, sometimes hot, full of coffee. You know, sometimes they're just little Red Bull uh, cans that are you know just tiny. Like I struggled like said, to like, even like, you know, find
1: the Red Bull in there. It bugged me that oh, I was they, like, they had all these vending. Some did. <clears throat> you'd get like rows of vending machines but then the one-offs <clears throat> I had to guess because I was like I didn't see Red Bull and I'm like there's got to be something in here and I hate coffee so I remember I put one in and it was like this and it turned out to be like a, a grape jelly <laughs> and I was like no. and I sat there like tapping it down and I was like I don't know if this has got caffeine but it definitely has sugar based on the, on the structure so I was like that'll do it's just let's just get something in but it's, uh, again, it's it's very clearly not like a huge market or as high in demand as just the different, like you had the jelly in a goddamn vending machine. So clearly there's a market for that. Um, obviously different culture, different needs, different perception. It was a lot of, I remember when you were, we were going home, we'd go home at like 10, go back to sleep at 11 when we were there and you'd see people boarding trains just as much as on the train as they were earlier in the day. I was like, I don't think these people sleep. Either that or they just <laughs> switch shifts. Like, they just keep going. It was just crazy. You're used to those scenes of American movies where you get off the train at like 11 o'clock at night and the chip packet rolls through. No one's on the train station and there's a serial killer nearby or something. But there, it's bustling. Everyone's got their headphones on, just going to work, lights all through the buildings. I was like, it, maybe they're just coffee lovers. I don't know. But just again, yeah. a big, juicy can of American race would, I don't think anyone would buy it. <laughs> you, yeah, you would. I don't know. It
0: might be, it might be intimidating. It there's got to be a reason. Definitely be intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a habit. I, I think they probably,
1: I just think maybe it's just everybody's different. I was in Malaysia and I remember asking if there was a gym nearby that wasn't just treadmills. And he said to me, did you want to go work out? And I said, yeah, and He said, just go for a run. And I remember having the discussion and he said that they, a lot of their importance was on fitness. And when I was trying to understand if like, they got like bodybuilding, like muscles and resistance training, they were more inclined to do fitness. And that was their perception of in shape rather than like the, the concept of bench, press, squat, big muscles just seemed stupid. The way he was like, he was looking at me like, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, Why wouldn't you? But that was a (laughs) different perception. So I guess I don't quite understand it, but I gathered that it wasn't as, they just didn't care, I guess. Because it is a cultural thing. And I guess maybe when they see them, big muscly dudes just probably think we're stupid. Why would you want to make your body bigger and eat more as a waste of money? Right? I guess it is kind of dumb, but but you still do it because you're like, whatever, I'm huge kind of thing. it's interesting. And I was always fascinated that the energy market hadn't really crept in over there, especially when, like I saw work ethic saying, like the way that they were still working, that buildings were all lit up. I was like, Oh man, but uh, again, I still, I will have to get, and it has to be the freedom pop because I don't think red, white and blue just needs to be in there. They would just, <laughs> and, and you'd know, they. The size itself would tell you it's American, but you know you need to have that that contrast. It'll be beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's just over the top. It's way too much. It's too, it's too big, and it's just it's the it's the uh, the can of excess.
1: Yeah, I think the ones I've had there were 70, 75, 80 milligrams of caffeine, to kind of like a Red Bull. So I'd be pounding two three of those, and I think that was like maybe seven eight bucks ten bucks maybe for the three. I had to. I had to find other reasons. I had to find other sources. I didn't want to look like that crack addict going to the convenience yes. store with, and then coming back two hours later for, for some more.
0: You had to go to different different convenience stores, right? And I, yeah, I was a
1: tourist, so I stood out. I would have, they would have recognized me. <laughs> oh, it was uh, it was great having you on for the episode. It was definitely awesome to hear the the ins and outs. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to the tropical launch and uh trying it of course and hopefully seeing you soon
0: absolutely man it's time to get back on the road and get back to normal life so thanks for having me thanks for being a, a supporter of Rays and, and actually pronouncing the name right for the first time ever <laughs> Was calling it Raz. no you, i know you've been wanting to do it this whole podcast but i appreciate the time shane and it's been awesome man we're looking forward to a huge 2021